It, it's, uh, it's Mother's Day. Yeah. Where would you be without your mom? Not here, because you wouldn't exist, right? I, uh, I, am, I am so grateful for my mom and, and the lessons that she taught me. I'm also grateful for all the moms that I've been able to interact with over the years, right? So many spiritual moms to me, and so many of you as not only mothers to your own children, but spiritual mothers to so many who come in the doors here. Like, what a great, like, what would we, where would the church be without moms? So many moms holding Sunday school teachers' positions. So many moms holding leadership positions in the church. So many moms coming along and caring for one another and caring for others. Where would the church be without moms? Like we, we are internally, eternally indebted to the caring goodness that comes from each of you. And I am truly grateful uh, to get to be a part of this great congregation uh, and so many women of faith here who step up in big ways over and over again. So from me, thank you moms. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you for all that you continue to do. Uh, God truly will continue to bless you if you stand in his presence and, and move as he commands in directing your children and those around you in a godly way. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, we will, at the end, you'll be able to grab that. We'll have Mr. Tony standing in the back with a little, a little small token of our appreciation for you today. And so as you're going out uh, this afternoon, well, it'll still be this morning. Uh, you'll be able to grab that then. Uh, I encourage you to do that. But thank you. Thank you. Shall we pray together? Father, we uh, thank you for just allowing us the opportunity to come and worship together. Uh, we do not take that for granted, especially after the year that we've had. Like, we really don't take it for granted now. Uh, and so, Father, thank you for allowing us to come together and to worship you, to sing songs of your praise, and to experience fellowship with one another. Today, may your Holy Spirit move. And may we be all the better for it. In Jesus' name, amen. So I, I titled the sermon today, A Mother's Day Card from God. Now, Men in the room, that doesn't mean you get to tune out, because in truth, although I titled a Mother's Day card from God, it's a card to all of us. It was read earlier by Miss Mary Veen beautifully, and thank you, Miss Mary Veen, for coming up and reading that. Uh, it was read earlier that all Scripture, all of it, is God-breathed and is useful for doctrine, for teaching, for disciplining, for building each other up. All scripture. I'm here to tell you today that this right here is your Mother's Day card from God. That this right here is our card from God. 
Today I want, I want to look at a couple things within that. Because as moms, as people, we sometimes feel different ways about different things. And scripture always has an answer for us. We look at, anyone in here ever felt discouraged? Like just discouraged. I, I know because I've seen up close my wife who is, like I, I don't want to, I'm not belittling, and I, my wife is the most amazing mother I have ever seen. <laughs> I've seen my wife, I've seen my mom, I've seen many of you, because, because of what it means to be a mom, because of what it means to be a believer in Christ, it's you feel deeply for each other. And when you feel deeply, you can sometimes feel discouraged. And what is... What does the love letter from God say about that? When we feel discouraged, Isaiah 40, starting with the 28th verse, says this, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. The creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. Have you not heard? Did you not know? The God is everlasting. Moreover, Scripture keeps going and says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young and young people stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They not only renew your strength, Scripture goes even further. I, it's so good. Like, the inspiration here. Like, think of this. This is all inspired works, holy, right, by God. Think of what we sing. All inspired, and I think about this all the time. This inspired work, that this was given to us by inspiration of God. Can you imagine in heaven what they must be singing when this is just inspired? Like, what they must be singing. Sorry, that's a side. That was a freebie for you. I just I think about that all the time. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Not only will your strength renew, you will soar. You feel discouraged? Scripture here says, don't you know, haven't you heard, the Lord is an everlasting God who gives strength when we are discouraged. When you feel like giving up, don't. Don't. Why? God is bigger than our circumstances. God is bigger, and you're going to, this is going to keep coming. God is bigger than how we're feeling right now. When you're discouraged, open up God's Mother's Day card and read his message to you. You see again, uh, Apostle Paul saying, I can do all things. 
I can do all things. Not some of the things, not, not even the things that God has gifted me for. It, because sometimes God has gifted me for specific things, and that is true. But Scripture says I can do all things, even those things that I might not have gifting in. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Where does your strength come from? If you're discouraged, where does your encouragement come from? Does it come from God who is the everlasting? Then take heart. Take heart. What about when you feel angry? Ever feel angry? Yeah? Mothers ever feel angry at your children? No. My mom has never been angry at me. <laughs> I am the perfect child. I remember one time in Blockbuster, which is a really old sentence I realize now, but I remember one time in Blockbuster after I got a haircut. Uh, now, no one's going to judge me, hopefully. Um, but after I got a haircut, I was like 13 or 14, and my mom asked me, how was your haircut? And just hold it together. I, forgetting where I was and who I was talking to before I had a full relationship with Christ, I looked at my mom and not realizing what I was about to say, said, he beat the hell out of my head. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as I said, I'm like, oh no. And my mom just wham right across my face. Yeah, you were, you were right to be angry with me. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. When you feel angry, Ephesians, God's love letter, God's Mother's Day card to us says, Ephesians 4.26, in your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. You see, it's interesting here, God doesn't say it's wrong to be angry, but he does say that you need to control your anger. And not only should we control our anger, right? In your anger, do not sin. It also goes on and it says, do not sit in your anger. Do not stay angry. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Right? That is all about not just, because when we sit and stew in it, and it just consumes us, anger turns into bitterness turns into rage. And friends, that is not of God. That is of the enemy. That is sin. We must release that anger. Now, even if someone has done something wrong to you, and that happens, right? We talked last week about fellowship and how we are in fellowship together. And sometimes we inadvertently or sometimes advertently hurt one another Friends, we should go to that person and speak with that person, but then let that go. Do not allow anger to consume you. You see, there is a purpose for anger. You're supposed to get angry over disobedience, lack of respect, insolence, all that. If you don't get angry over it but permitted it and encouraged it, you wouldn't be much. You wouldn't be much of a caregiver. Or a, we must deal with it and turn it into a useful tool, not a destructive weapon. I love that, that, you know, the bracelet you've seen, WWJD, what would Jesus do? 
Now, just to be clear, it is not out of the realm of the possibility that Jesus would also flip some tables and make a whip. So, I mean, he did do that. But in his anger, you see, it was never about him. It was about other people not being able to get to God. It was about being a stumbling block for other people. And friends, that is a righteous anger and a right anger. You and I should never be a stumbling block for one another or for others. Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. When you feel angry, let me encourage you today. When you feel angry, because when you're angry and you're in that emotional state, you're not going to be thinking clearly. Look to Scripture. Spend time talking with God. And if you're specifically angry about someone, pray for that someone. Now, that's hard, like really hard. But that's what we're called to do as believers. What about when we need help? You ever need help? Yeah, all the time. No person's an island. We need each other. God's Mother Day's card says to us in Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, you know this verse. We all know it. What does it say? Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. And lean not on what? Your own understanding in all your ways. Submit or acknowledge, depending on what version you read, to him. And he will make your paths straight. You need help. Moreover, you need divine help. Like we need each other, but even more than that, we need God. And friends, if we get in a spot where we feel like we don't need that, where we don't need help, that's not a great place to be. Because we know we need help. Your Heavenly Father is always, 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 always there to help you. Moreover, he has more experience than anyone else in this area. Psalms 32.8 says this, I will instruct you and teach you in the way in which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. <laughs> I will counsel you and my eye will be upon you. I will not abandon you. I will not leave you. What a great promise from the divine. Who are we that God would care so much for us? Who are we that God literally sent his very best to us when we were still in open rebellion against him? God still sent his best to help us. Huh. Don't ever give up. Psalm 46 says this, God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in trouble. And Psalm 27, 14 says this, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. 
Don't ever, 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 ever give up. Help is on the way. Wait on the Lord. Philippians 4.19 And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus according to his riches. You understand what his riches are? They pave the street in gold. That is how worthless gold is in heaven. They use it as their street. That is the riches of God. So beyond us. Are you still not convinced? Well, I would point you to another part of God's Mother's Day card. Galatians 6, 9. Let us not lose heart in doing good. For in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. God's not going to abandon you. He's always there to help you. What about when you feel alone? You ever feel alone? You ever been in a room with people and felt alone? Like that's another level of alone, right? I have. What about when you feel alone? Jeremiah 33, 3 says this, Call on me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. It's a strange, it's strange how we can be in the middle of a crowd and still feel so alone. Jesus tells you in John 14, 18. He tells you and me, I will not leave you comfortless. I, I will come to you. Even if we're alone, we are not. For God is our comfort. God is our refuge. I will come to you. God's arm is always, always stretched out towards us. The question is, what are we doing with our hands? Are we reaching back towards him? If you're like me, sometimes all you need is a hug. Like, I am a hugger. I am, I, and it drives my wife crazy uh, because I need hugs and affirmation all the time in that way. Uh, my, my son, Miles, he's gotten that from me too. And so he'll come up like when he's sweaty and just like put his head on me. I'm like, what you doing, man? <laughs> he's gotten that too, that kind of affirmation of touch. Sometimes all we need is a hug. Sometimes all we need is a hug from God, just as reassurance that he is there. God tells you in Hebrews 13, 5, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You ever have those moments where you just know God is there? You just feel his presence. I had one literally a couple minutes ago when we were singing Knowing You. Like I had to stop singing because I felt his presence so real. When Jesus left this earth to return to his heavenly father, he left this promise for you and me in Matthew 28. And lo, I am with you always, 
even unto the end of the world. Friends, we are not alone. God hasn't abandoned us. Whenever we feel lonely, just, just open up God's card to you. Be assured that he is just a prayer away. Never feel tired. I'm a bold. I am extraordinarily tired right now. Because in the midst of, as you know, right, we, we are in transition to moving to another place. And so it's the tired of keeping what's going here going, as well as knowing that part of what I and my wife and my children need to do is prepare the way for the next and getting out of the way and also preparing for the next place that we will be going to that God has planted us. And it's tiring doing all that. Anyone else ever feel tired like, oh. Matthew eleven twenty eight says this, Come unto me, all you who labor and are overburdened, <laughs> and I will give you rest. You see, you won't find rest by hiding. You won't find rest by locking yourself in the bathroom away from everyone. I've tried that. It doesn't work. Kids still be banging on the door. What you doing in there? Go away. <laughs> Love my little five-year-old. <laughs> Maddox is great. But she, she is relentless when she's trying to get in the bathroom and you're in there. We find rest in Christ. Psalm 46.1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. When you and I get to the end of our rope, when we're exhausted, when we feel like we have nothing else, come back. Come to Christ. For some much needed rest. You ever feel worried? Now I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong and that's okay, I feel like moms have this worry scale even dialed up even more than, than, than many fathers. Like my wife and my mom worry about things that I don't like, aren't even on my radar. Which is probably a good thing. It keeps me in check. <laughs> you ever feel worried? God's card to us says in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do not allow anxiety to overcome you. Remember that Christ is bigger than our circumstances. The Bible also tells us in 1 Peter to cast all your cares upon who? Christ, on him 
Why? Because he cares for you. The, the scripture is clear, right? We, we, we read the scripture sometimes and we hear all. We hear it say all or we read all, but we internalize some of it. We filter through all and say, I'll cast some of my cares on him. But some of this, I have to. I have to carry this. No one else can carry this. And just stop it. All. All of it. Not the little piece that you feel like no one else can carry. That it's your burden to hold on by yourself. No. All of your cares. All your anxieties. Give to Jesus. Stop playing the game of this one I have to do on my own. You can't. You can't. I don't know why we get into this mindset of I need Christ for salvation, but then after that, I need to work really, really, really hard so that I can be righteous and holy. No, that is not the gospel, friends. You need Christ for salvation. You need Christ for holiness. You need Christ to receive your final promotion to glory. You need Christ to get up in the morning and to be more than a conqueror that day. You need Christ in all things. Not just in like these things. All things. Stop playing around like that. And I'm pointing the finger back at me. I got this. I got it. God, you just, I got this. And God's saying, but why? I'm right here. Why? Cast all your anxieties, all your cares. Why? Because he cares for you. Like, what? Praise God. We have a God who cares for us. Right? It's not like the gods of, of old, of, of Greek and, and Roman mythology who essentially treated humans like little playthings. No, no, this is a God who cares for us, who is involved in our everyday lives, who cares what happens, who cares about the stress that's in your life, who cares about the joys that are happening in your life, who cares about all that there is that makes up you because he made you. I know that there are many mothers who have very, very broad shoulders, but those shoulders do not compare to the broad shoulders of God. You and I don't have to worry. You've got something, you've got somebody to go to who is eagerly waiting for you to unload on him. Don't deny Christ of the privilege of carrying your burdens for you. And this is the amazing thing about God. God counts that as a blessing that we would trust him to carry our burdens. And we still don't sometimes fully trust him to do that. Or we feel like, I don't want to burden God with that. And God's saying, no, 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 no. You are not a burden to me. You will never be a burden to me. No. 
I'm going to ask Evangeline to come back to the piano. And as she does this morning, I just want to reiterate, you know, I, I went through all these things of if you're worried, if you're tired, if you feel alone, or if you need help, or if you're angry or discouraged. But really the whole point or the overarching thing I want you to take from this is that God is truly bigger. He is bigger than our right now. He is bigger than our limitations. He is bigger than our emotional state right now. He is bigger than our failings. He's bigger than our successes. God is bigger. And friends, whenever you're feeling discouraged or you're feeling out of line or you're feeling angry or out of sync, whenever, whenever you're feeling choice, friends, song is all about that you need God in all circumstances. The greatest resource we ever had, why would we ever sideline him in our life? We gotta stop doing that. This morning, won't you come? Stop putting God on hiding. Stop saying my anger is too great. I'm too discouraged. I'm too morning.